Welcome to your sanity safe space. Not a fucking issue. With your favorite YouTube podcast duo. You're fucking a white male. And a white female too. Saving the millennial generation in weekly installments. <laughs> Live from a castle tower and his mother's basement. This, this. is Beauty and the Beta. <laughs> and we will make America great again. You lately that I love you. You are fake news. Have I told you there's no one else above you? You should kick your ass! You should! You fill my heart with gladness. Fuck off! Take away all my sadness. So sad. These my troubles, that's what you do. Hello and welcome to the show. It's a great show. It's a terrific show. It's a tremendous show. Frankly, the best dressed, because we are all done up tonight for a night on the town, but we're all internet naked. losers. And Bering's naked. <laughs> so it's a night on the internet instead. But this, of course, this is Beauty and the Beta. I am flanked on the upper floor here. We had an upgrade, an expansion around here. Uh, by my wonderful co-host, Ava Blonde, appropriately coming to us from a German bunker. I am. Uh, that's very nice. Don't let the Soviets get you. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Uh, and I, I put the women up top and the men down below because one, this is not yeah. a patriarchal institution. And two, <laughs> I belong in the basement permanently. Um, but we have a very special Valentine's show for you. Uh, our favorite YouTube couples. It was only appropriate to bring them in for the Valentine's show. So our favorite mm -hmm. couples and veterans of the show, returning guests, Jeff and Memory Holiday. Welcome. Hello. Hello. And of course, Bearing and Sugar Tits making their third tour on the old duct tape Hello. operation. Thanks for I being here. I love your radio voice. Your radio hey. voice is coming along, Skirg. That, that oh, is. thank you. That radio sound. I do what I can. <laughs> um, lots to talk exactly. about tonight. And uh, I am glad that we have uh, our favorite Aussies here because I want to figure out what the hell happened to... A comedian I used to love and honestly still do. I love his bits, but something went wrong with Jim Jeffries uh, with Pierce what Morgan on real time. Yeah, something. Yeah, we... Give him a drug yeah. test. I don't know. Flips, <laughs> uh, he's so we'll too just... young. How is he? He's, he? I had a look at his Twitter the other day and he's like literally every fucking tweet that, um, that Trump sends out, he just, just rags on him. There's something yeah. about, you know, you should, you should be drawing with crayons or something the other day. And it's, it's just a bit sort of... <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I'm 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 not a huge Trump supporter, but I'm I'm you know I wasn't a Hillary supporter, but it's just it it it's a bit off-putting when when especially someone like Jim Jeffries, he's so yeah he's so powerfully on well, you, you know so gun you're, on you're like sort. Pierce, you're just like calm the hysteria, just mm. chill out a little bit. So we'll um we'll yeah. give that a play and we'll we'll figure that out. Um, I also want to talk about this uh this the controversy of the week, the big thing, the big outrage of the week, this dear white pe white people. Uh, Netflix trailer, oh, which God. I think there's a lot of, I think there's a lot of nuance to get through there. Actually, people are pissed, and I think it's justified to some extent, and a little <laughs> reactionary to, uh, in another respect. But um, we'll discuss that. Well, I thought, I thought there was fuck all nuance to it. I watched it and went, no. Nah, nah, well, just I'll, I'll make I'm the case. On that one. I'll make the case to you guys. I'll make the case. Um, we got another. Uh, message from the intern desk, that being the intern desk at the propaganda ministry from um, from Keith Olbermann. So he will <laughs> he will have some words for us. Plus, um, Justin Trudeau owns up to his white supremacism and 
What's going on at the Doppel protest site? I think uh, Jeff can help me figure that out. So that'll be interesting. It'll be uh, all this and more on your favorite hour listening material. Thank you for liking the show on YouTube. Thank you for reviewing the show on iTunes. Thank you for keeping us, helping us upgrade stuff on Patreon. Thank you for emailing us. That's beautyandthebeta at gmail.com. To top, uh, at the top of the show here, um, the, the, the member of the show who's particularly good at controversial statements who <laughs> <laughs> had a had a controversial statement to offer um, uh, I at did. the start Let of her European tour. Let me just take everybody tour. through the whole thing. Sure, go I'll for it. So I'm in Germany, as you guys might know. Um, so I get off the train. This is uh, yesterday. I remember the day before yesterday. I don't know. Everything's all fucked. My sleep schedule and everything. Um, and like the first thing I see is like a group of like mid 20s migrants leering at me and like saying, you know, hollering at me and being really gross. They could tell I was American. They were, you know, gross. So then I walk by the university um, and a, like a similar looking group of migrants is outside of the university waiting for these young German women to come out so they can harass them. I'm like, holy shit. And then I see um, some German, some German girls that are like really pretty, really young. They have blonde hair and blue eyes, um, like clearly in, you know, relationships with some of these migrant looking men who were being sexually aggressive at things like that. And so I was like, God, is this common? Because I watched a Stefan Molyneux um, bit the other day and he had uh, somebody that was from from Sweden and they were talking about how their native populations, the men are emasculated. And so the women are having sex with and getting married to and having relationships with um, with Muslim migrants. And so I tweeted something along the lines of um, it's disheartening to see all these like typically blonde, blue eyed German women um, with these Arab men, I should have said Muslim, which is the real problem here. People should a brick about it. Um, and I said, is this my own confirmation bias or is this typical? Uh, and then the people that wanted to view me as racist just descended on it. It got crazy retweets. Shoe on head was like, I'm done with blonde in the belly of the beast, that girl, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> and a bunch of other people retweeted it. Like this guy retweeted it that was like, I'm black and this is my white wife and this is our mixed kid. And I'm like, what? I said Arab, what? <laughs> Um, so I should have said Muslim. This was not a condemnation of all interracial relationships or inter or race mixing. That's not what I meant. And I thought it was fairly obvious from the tweet, um, especially because it was packed in between a bunch of tweets about the Islamization of Germany. Uh, so I really did mean Muslim. And it's I should point out here that 93% of Arabs are Muslim. And so it's not like this was a huge stretch by any means. People seem most offended by the blonde, blue-eyed comment. Um, so I've just been fielding comments about this all day. Spinosaurus is freaking out about it, you know, uh, and everybody's like, oh, you alt-right racist. And so I was like, I better explain that that is oh. not what I meant. I deleted the tweet, but I shouldn't have. I should have just, you know, stuck with it. Um, but yeah, I should have said Muslim. And if I would have said Muslim, then I would stand behind that and mean it. But I'm sorry for that 7% of, you know, Christian or atheist Arabs that I may have offended. And I, I will say this, I, I can understand the reading with, with people who aren't familiar with what's going on in the specific context that you were uh, observing and speaking to. I can understand how the tweet would um, read poorly to them. And I can understand how they yeah, reach the conclusions as, that as they do. Is interracial relationships as a whole. I, I still, I've read it like a million times and I'm like, hmm. I don't yeah. think that this should offend like black people. This well, seems crazy to me. I, I want to say this. Really to be offended. <laughs> a lot of people have ripped the show have ripped me by association of coming. This, this, this yeah. is an open door. Ripped okay. It, and ripped, <laughs> ripped yeah. Jeff. Okay. This is now I bet at some level, there's a lot that blonde and I disagree with. If we hash this out, maybe sometime we will. Um, I will say this. If you 
are someone of influence and you want to rip the show, you're more than welcome on the show. And I've extended invites to everyone of influence who right, has, right. who has expressed. And Ken especially, who's like very, very concerned about this. Um, you know, he was tweeting that I'm a closet racist. I'm trying to influence people by being, you know, a secret alt-right um, and things like that. And he's like, seems very, very obsessed and focused on exposing people. Like he's got a little bit of the Daryl Lamont Jenkins in him. So I, Spino, I would love to have you on. Um, yeah, that would be great. And then he pulled up some like obscure things that I've said before. And then he tweeted, um, you need to watch these people when they aren't paying attention, when they don't know their enemies are watching them. And he was yeah. pulling out like obscure things from, from years ago from my comments and things like that. Or not years ago, so, months, months ago. Yeah. I mean, like, the one in the yeah. Reddit and that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 That one. That one got oh, sent oh, to oh, me oh, like a bunch. All you did was miss misspeak. I mean, and, and not that badly. I mean, I don't see. No, I should have said Muslim. I mean, uh, that's definitely true. But I immediately was like, "Whoops! I should have said Muslim." And since people are still freaking out about it, and then the alt right um, AMA that I did, every single question people asked me about was about the Jews, and I was like, "I'm not going to talk about this, guys." And so after <laughs> I got like seventy percent of those questions were about the Jews, I finally was like, "Somebody was like, does the JQ make you uncomfortable?" And I was like, "Yes." It makes me uncomfortable. I don't want to talk about this. Like, I will say that, you know, the Jewish presence is overrepresented in, like, finance and media, but that's about where I stop. And that's basically all the comments said. But, you know, when you take that out of context, you don't realize that a million other people had been badgering me about the JQ yeah. the entire right. thread. And so it makes me look like I'm, you know, addressing it out of nowhere, which isn't what happened. In people's minds, in people's minds, like you're having a private conversation with the golden one. He's like over here flexing. He's like, <laughs> "What do you think about the JQ?" Right, right. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and you know, as a general rule of thumb, I I resent that there are some issues that I can't talk about. And uh, you know, honest conversations mm -hmm. about race seems to be one of them. If I make a tweet like this, that seems relatively innocuous, and people all over the world are shitting their pants about it. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be able to be accidentally racist. That, that's, I don't think that's possible. You can't be accidentally racist because to be racist is racist is to actively, actively hate. You know. I was right. gonna say you haven't heard the um the song by Brad Paisley and LL Cool J. They made a song called "Accidental Racist" and then it was swiftly <laughs> deleted, scrubbed from the internet. But you can still find copies of it in places. I don't want to devote too much. I remember that of... song. Yeah, you've heard. It's great. It's a. <laughs> he goes to like Starbucks and the guy's wearing like a Confederate flag shirt, but they he makes him coffee anyway. There's a whole story <laughs> in the lyrics. Yeah. So um, I don't want to give too much time on the show to this. Like I said, if there's sincere critics out there, you want to talk to us happy to talk to you i'll go on your show blonde will go on your show you can come on i can't open it up to every twitter egg as i say but if people people of, of influence who want to come no, on no no i'm not going on anybody's show if somebody wants okay, to fine. debate me about this they can come on the show i'll yeah. go you, to the extent you got critiques of me i'll go on your show i don't know because, why this has anything to do with anybody else and something that really pissed me off about this was that people were just spamming ruben because he said that uh that we're doing good work when he was on our show yeah. a few weeks ago and so now suddenly he can you know he condones everything that i've ever said right <laughs> association right. yeah the guilt by association is a tenant of this um uh, yeah. of this particular persuasion okay so well. my deepest you know most sincere apologies to the christian arabs that i have offended with my tweet that's it <laughs> wow okay well now we got a whole <laughs> now we can get that one quoted to put on twitter and spammed at dave rubin too okay <laughs> <laughs> at the risk of who's still watching this show are people still watching this okay good i hope so um let's put someone else uh we're going strongly we've got 643 people watching tonight. Nice. Oh, nice that's good um 
I, I like never I said, look. It makes me nervous. Like I said, I uh, yeah, I know people choose to spend their Sunday night on this uh, this duct tape production, but you know, <laughs> I can't, I can't, uh, I won't rip on them for. Why that. do you want to disparage this so much all the time? <laughs> Why? It's professionalized. It is hey, professional, and Skag's so organized. I put and he's on his like, oh, this duct tape professional. This show, this show, honestly has a production level higher than the Drunken Peasants. So, like, honestly. <laughs> No, you 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 put on a you you run a tight ship, Matt. You run a praise tight me, ship. praise like, that me. That shit show like... we did yesterday has a fucking higher production level than the fucking drunk. <laughs> okay, well, there's you know there's nothing better than a podcast that praises itself for five solid minutes. But uh, at the inter- <laughs> at the interest of um, in the interest of maintaining our audience and entertaining, which is what we aim to do, I want to get into this HBO uh, or the uh, real time uh, on HBO, Bill Maher show. Um, and Jim Jeffrey's appearance with Pierce Morgan. And I want to play the clip that has the internet buzzing. And I want to figure out what the hell happened because the, I guess I can believe that it happened, but part of, part of this stuff for me is not only what happened, but the reaction to it. And a lot of, a lot of the framing of Jim Jeffries owns Pierce Morgan. There's more context than just in the clip, but um, Pierce Morgan was on, they have, they have the three person panel, one of whom is Pierce Morgan. They bring out Jim Jeffries halfway through the show. And throughout the show, Pierce Morgan states several times, look, I don't support Trump. I, I can't vote obviously, but I wouldn't uh, have voted Trump if I could have, I don't support him. However, all this Nazi talk, this hysteria, this apocalyptic tone, it's not helpful. It's not helpful for anybody. It makes you look crazy, and this is why people don't like you. And, of course, yeah. that was the most conservative position on the show. Trump is not Hitler. And then Jim Jeffrey com- <laughs> Jim Jeffries comes out, and, and Piers reiterates his stance. Trump is not Hitler. And chaos breaks loose. So let's, um, let's check that clip out. Oh, there we go. Got it. This one last question. Uh, The people who said during the campaign that Hillary Clinton was the lesser of two evils. Could we get the apology right now? (laughs) Yeah. Why? 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 As if, are you serious? I'm serious, yeah. Like Hillary Clinton would have a cabinet with Betsy DeVos (laughs) and and fucking Rick Perry? (laughs) I... She wouldn't have a Muslim ban. They, they wouldn't have a Muslim ban. They wouldn't be feuding with everybody in the world. They wouldn't be. They wouldn't be doing this shit Bill. with Russia. But, Are you crazy? But, but you calm down, Bill. There is no Muslim ban. If there was, <laughs> oh, 80, fuck oh, off. Sorry. Why don't we <laughs> fuck off? This is the point. This is a talk about the hysteria. I'm talking about 85 percent of the world's Muslims are allowed in this country. This is what you do, Pierce. You say he hasn't done this. He hasn't done that. He's not going to do all these things. Give him a fucking chance, mate. And you know what I mean? Why not? Hitler he's didn't kill it. the Jews on the first day. He worked up to it. <laughs> 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 uh, Ooh, yeah, preach it. That is the exact ridiculous, hysterical, over-the-top nonsense. He's quite a new fucking He's not the new Hitler. You just like... You just like that you won The Apprentice and you have a famous friend, mate. That's all you fucking like. Right, can I tell you one thing? I know you, that's all you like. That's all you like. You're losing, you're losing your audience. You're not right losing my audience. Because you're sounding unpleasant. Am I and losing you're also your... not basically... <laughs> this might be... 
the worst thing that could happen, and you all haven't even considered this, just suppose, just suppose that Donald Trump and these horrible white men and the one black man that's even worse, Ben Carlson, suppose <laughs> that they made everything better. Wouldn't that be awful? Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. These awful white men. Okay. Who was Someone that last to... guy? Does anyone that know? Was John, that was John that Waters. That was the Crypt Keeper. Was, he does was, look no, like the Crypt Keeper. No, that's legend. That's legendary filmmaker John Waters. Like John I, Waters I is fucking legit. love John Waters. Okay. Yeah. Was he being facetious? Uh, I think he was actually probably being slightly facetious and also making a point. That's kind of what John Waters does. He's a uh, he's he's a he's a he's a genius. He's a mad genius. He neutralized that well. I thought. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Uh, I don't think that was all bullshit, but um. That, that's that's the first time I've ever felt like I've, I've I should say I, I apologize for my countrymen. That, that's fucking embarrassing. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Yeah. Well, this is fuck the thing. you an argument. He doesn't even rip apart his argument. He just says fuck you, yeah, no. fuck yeah. you. Yeah. Right. Cheers. And I love, I, like I said, I love a lot of Jim Jeffries stand up and it's amazing to me because it takes a mind mm. that can with a with an eye for nuance to make good comedy. And yet yeah, but, he's but the incapable. Difference, the difference is, Skag, like, the, the stand-up is one thing. He, the, the context of his show is one thing. He, mm-hmm. he can't just be the character he is in his show and go out and expect to talk to people about politics and shit because right. he's, he's, a, he's a fucking cretin in his show. Just like I am on, on my channel sometimes. <laughs> you, 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 can't, you can't go out and expect to interact with, with people in, in that same fashion and be, be taken seriously. People are going to think you're a fuckhead. Yeah. Mm. That's I mean, it's it's a really it's a really disappointing clip, honestly. Uh, You know, Jim Jeffries, you can the thing is, you can you can basically tell somebody to fuck off without actually having to explicitly say fuck off. And if you manage to do it eloquently and and in a a really interesting way, it has so much more impact. But just coming out and like blatantly, don't get me wrong. I've wanted to tell Piers Morgan to fuck off a couple of times. (laughs) I really have. But like, if I'm on a show, I'm not gonna do that. I'm gonna find a really creative way to like make him look like he's kicking his own ass, and then I don't have to say it, you know. And I just he he lost the plot. He lost the fucking. Plot. And it made Pierce Morgan uh, seem very sane and calm. It did, didn't it? <laughs> yes, it did. it did. Which must anger him, you know, t- terribly. Jim well, Jeff- I mean, you know, he's got he's got the love and adoration of the people in the crowd, the the hysteric, you know, reacting simply on emotion crowd that are that is going to fuel him and make him feel magnanimous. Like he's right. He is right. He's absolutely justified. But I mean, in 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 civil society, like, yeah, no, fuck you, Jim Jeffries. You made Pierce more. You made me root for Pierce Morgan. And now I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, I. Uh, the other interesting part of this, did you guys see what happened with J.K. Rowling? A couple yeah. interesting things. The reactions were interesting. Actually, let me read you some headlines first because I love Who's the JK, headlines. Is J.K. Rowling the, the author? Harry Potter. Yes, Harry Potter. Harry, Harry yeah, Potter. Yeah. So she went back and forth with Pierce after the fact. I'll, I'll do the headlines first and then show you what a, a couple of examples of what J.K. Rowling said that I think are hilarious. So um, here's some of the headlines. Rolling Stone See Bill Maher and Jim Jeffries rip Pierce Morgan for defending the Muslim ban. No. He just said it's not proper to call it a Muslim ban. Uh, Here's Variety. Watch Jim Jeffries blast Pierce Morgan for defending Trump. And all he said was calm the hysteria on real time. Fuck off. Yeah, okay. And then um, fuck off Pierce uh, Pierce Morgan slammed uh, on TV show for defending Donald Trump and saying, quote, there is no Muslim ban. Dun, 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 right. 
none of that. I mean, uh, it, go for it. It is intellectually dishonest, though, to say that it's a Muslim ban. Yes. I, yes. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if Piers is, is accurate in saying necessarily like 86% of the world's Muslims. I it may, I would think it would actually be higher of a percentage are not affected by the ban. You know, so if it's a Muslim yeah. ban, it's a really shitty Muslim ban. <laughs> yeah. Worst Muslim <laughs> ban ever, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, there'd be a lot of Indonesians who wouldn't be coming into America. Right. <laughs> That's true. I think that what they're doing is conflating Trump's original intent because he did say something about a religious intent. But then his way to backtrack was to copy, you know, Obama's, uh, the seven countries that Obama chose. And so I thought that that, he thought that that was going to give him some protection. uh, But the left doesn't give a shit. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, does intent, I guess I'd like someone, maybe some, maybe some legal legal scholar could explain it to me. Does intent matter more than effect? Because in effect, this is clearly not a Muslim ban. And maybe his intent is let's worry about the most dangerous Muslims, which would be from these war-torn, unstable countries. Right. Um, does the intent matter? Like, even if that is his intent, is it only right, the effect right. or does the intent matter? I don't and know. I heard I'm not Tucker Carlson make that, the but... argument the other day um, that it is irrelevant whether or not it's a Muslim ban because we have uh, protected people from religious groups before. Like, I believe we yeah. took in Soviet Jews. And so we have a precedent for accepting and rejecting people. Yeah, we consider religion, religion all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't even know if that's if that's really relevant. No, and it's this bizarre argument they make where they 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 reference the First Amendment all the time and um specifically the establishment clause. Well, first off, no, the world doesn't have a right to come here. You don't have you don't have First Amendment rights as a prospective as someone international wanting to come here. You don't necessarily have that right. Um so it it's I don't know. I don't really know what they're getting at. They seem to think the constitution is um like a human rights declaration as opposed to a way of governing a, a closed border society, but they don't believe in closed borders uh, right. as we'll get to uh, potentially later. I do want to share JK Rowling's tweets too. Cause so, so Pierce is on this is, Jake. This is insane. Yeah, JK Rowling chimes in. Uh, yes. Watching Pierce Morgan being told to fuck off on live TV is exactly as satisfying as I'd imagine. <laughs> and Pierce shoots back. Uh, this is why I've never read a single word of Harry Potter. <laughs> she says uh, and then she says if only you'd read harry potter you'd know the downside of sucking up to the biggest bu- a bully in school is getting burned alive so that's jk rowling referencing her own work of fiction as evidence <laughs> to support her claim <laughs> but didn't it didn't didn't Piers like write back something that uh he used her own character to burn her in return I didn't see that. Oh, no. um, yeah, no. He he called he called her. Uh, did did you see that one bearing? He called no, her Dolores. No, this is all new to me. I'm just saying. I, I fucking hope he did. What what was it, Mems? He called her uh, Dolores Umbridge. Umbridge. Yeah, that's he said right, something yeah. about uh, sucking up to Umbridge. But he's like, never read Harry Potter. Said that fraud. that you yeah. never read the book, and now you're yeah. quoting a character <laughs> from the book that you supposedly did not read. Okay, so did you just yeah. watch the movies? Fuck off, Pierce. Jim Jeffrey was right. Fuck off, Pierce. <laughs> Clearly. Oh man, you know, you know, some some Piers Morgan fan was like, "All right, Pierce, this is what you type. You want to compare <laughs> her to Dolores, whatever the fuck it. You know." It, it's that's sad. fair enough. Why, why can't why can't he take that advice? That's fair enough. I mean, big, I, it's a good burn. It's a great burn. <laughs> the biggest takeaway to me on this is that the position of just 
moderation reason on Trump, not even Trump endorsement, just let's be consistent with the facts of the matter. That is now attacked. That is now vilified. That is now, and I'm sure the people who, the people who wrote the headlines, I probably didn't watch the whole episode of Real Time where he says it several instances. I don't support Trump. I don't like Trump. Huffington Post had a headline too that labeled him Trump supporter. Because Trump supporter, this is the weirdest thing about that term. The term Trump supporter is now, uh, it's not a descriptor. It's it's like an insult, basically. They use it as a way, they use it to say like right winger or as a way to dismiss the person. But that never happened before. Did you ever hear like Romney supporter or McCain supporter as a way to vilify someone? Because they, they put that in the headline. Trump supporter, Pierce Morgan wrecked. And it's like, well, he doesn't support Trump. And is that a relevant descriptor to the debate anyhow? Or is it just discredit him? It's uh, I, I don't know, like manufacturing pejoratives based on your political positions. Uh, it, it used to be, at least be kind of like a broad scope kind of thing. Like you believe in one specific arbitrary grouping of ideas and then we can use that as a means to like shit on you. But now it's like specifically on people. That's so mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, it's weird. so weird. No, yeah. Be a you, you, years, you, I know, right? You, do you think this social stigma is going to slip away at some point? Well, I mean, it, it he is our president. No. At, all, at all, does it? It, it seems no. to be getting stronger. I know. I thought that it would. Mm. I thought it would melt away, and that people would see that he's more of a centrist than they had anticipated. He's not going to put people mm. in internment camps. But it seems like everybody's doubling down, and it's making me very concerned because, well, especially good, the that's mainstream that's a good media. Question, blonde. Is he is he more more of a centrist than than you expected? Um, it's hard to tell. It's still so early on, but I always kind of thought that he was that he was a bit of a centrist. I mean, he's um he's a populist. He understands what he needs to do to keep the favor of the people to some degree. Um, and so I was never that worried about him going like so far right and going off the rails. It, it wasn't a big concern of mine. Hmm. I mean, mine's mine's entirely. It's it's less about Trump. I mean, Trump in and of itself. He is he is a lot more of a centrist. Probably one of the most centrist Republican candidates out there. That's not what I think. Uh, it's not what I and what I think a lot of people are concerned about. I think it's instead the appointments that are being made. And I don't mm. think Trump is. I don't think Trump's making them. I genuinely don't like. Well, isn't that what's interesting, though, so. is because Bill sets the question to say, what's the uh, Pierce says? Well, why? Why is Trump obviously the lesser or why is um, Hillary obviously the lesser of two evils? And Pierce comes back mm. and says, are you kidding me? We wouldn't have this disaster cabinet if it was under Hillary. So there is, I think there's certainly a debate to be had there. Is Betsy DeVos a great education secretary? Is Rick Perry a great education secretary? There are rational reasons to oppose both of those people. And instead of that, what we get is yelling about how the Holocaust is forthcoming and headlines (laughs) praising that reasoning. Think about the real casualty in the debate too. It's discussion of the issues that Bill raised. They're perfectly legitimate issues. I might agree with them, I might not, but a rational person can hold them. Yeah. It couldn't resist falling into the emotional pattern. It seems like every time I watch Bill Maher, this happens. It's off the rails, and I used to love that show. And and part of the problem, part of the thing is they used to get good quality conservative guests. And they had Tommy Lauren on last week, and so they still get them occasionally. But this week it was just la- like fringe left and Pierce Morgan. Yeah, that was yeah. a little weird. Oh, well, I mean, like I I don't I don't know where John Waters actually falls on the political spectrum. Yeah, I, sh- I, mean, I should be he's... fair there. He's he's halfway between like Haley's Comet and a ten strip of acid, so I don't know what he thinks about <laughs> politically. You know, um, God, God, God that's bless a, John Waters. That's pretty goddamn accurate, Jeff. Yeah, no, absolutely. 
Um, but yeah, you know, it, and that is that is that is one of the problems is that instead of being able to like sit down and have a rational debate about these types of things uh, about the cabinet positions, like it, Betsy DeVos is a really good example. Uh, people either want to say yes, she's the best thing ever, or they want to say she is the worst thing ever. And I mean, with everything, there's a nuanced approach towards it. Does she have some really shitty ideas? Oh yes, she does. Oh yes, she does. What, what's, what's his Betsy DeVos's background? I, I, I know nothing about it. What's 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 her summary? She, she's she's borderline evangelical. Borderline evangelical. Right. Uh, she she wants to basically allow for. She wants to push for more charter schools, which means uh, less public education, more towards the charter program. And in the charter program, with some of the ideas that she has, would allow for more religious indoctrination inside of schools. Uh, mm. Now, the thing is, though, is that charter schools are still a choice. So you could choose right. to put your children into a religious school or not. But, um, but does that mean there's less public schools? Well, I, uh, there is there's talk that she might want to be uh, basically chopping at the funds for public schools mm. and. Public schools are fucked in this country unilaterally. They are fucked. They're fucked all over the place unless you live in an extremely rich fucking neighborhood. Um, so cutting public school funding is not, in my opinion, a really good idea. But the idea of being able to instead allow states more control over how they're going to, 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 to approach the education question is not necessarily an evil question. It's a nuanced question. Right. But you can't, but you can't talk about that because it's either yes or no, evil or good. And it's exhausting. Yeah. It's exhausting. All right. Any other thoughts on Jim Jeffries? Otherwise, we can talk about um, dear white people and what's going on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everyone's just outraged. I, I, it always seems every week I'm like, this was the craziest week. And then I forget about all the I stuff that happened. I don't, and... I don't see where the outrage is coming from. I, I don't see it. I, I didn't find that out offensive at all. On uh, Jim Jeffries or on Dear White People? No, 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 Dear White People. Ah, well, let's play the clip and then let's have at it. As soon as I can find it here. Here we go. Dear White People, here's a list of acceptable Halloween costumes. Pirate, slutty nurse, any of our first 43 presidents. Top of the list of unacceptable costumes. Me. And cue the outrage. I think it's at like 330,000 dislikes on YouTube now. <laughs> and everyone, everyone's can't, not everyone, a lot of people, a lot of people are vowing to cancel their Netflix subscriptions. And I, well, I it's, come on. It, it's, it's clearly satire, isn't it? Because there's no, there's no black chick out there that everyone's dressing up as. Like, what, what the fuck? Yeah. Well, that, and in the full trailer, it shows um, a bunch of black people like coming into that fraternity house and like wreaking havoc and breaking things. I, when I watched it, I was like, is this more stereotypical and like more racist towards black people than white people? I guess there's the blackface thing, but who goes in blackface? That's what that's what makes me think it's, it's just satire. It is satire. No, it is. It's based on a movie that was absolutely satirical. But here's the one thing I will push back on is that. And I think really anything should be. Netflix can set the terms of what they want to post, but in terms of just speech, anything should be fair game. But I do think there's probably a double standard. I'm guessing and the double, the double standard is this. If there was a satire of say white nationalists called dear black people, mm -hmm. even if it was making <laughs> fun of the white nationalists, it doesn't get aired. 
doesn't happen. So I do think the double standard is still real. I think there's maybe some um, some degree of, of people being upset that are justified on that. But I don't think that their position is quite that nuanced. A lot of people are like, it's, it's <laughs> against white people and I'm mad, so cancel. And that's kind of what we observed this week. I did see it on Twitter called um, promotion of white genocide and anti-white propaganda. I think promotion of white <laughs> genocide is a, is a step that's too far. a little far. far. Yeah. That's way far. But I think that people are just—you can't be racist towards white people. No, no. Although, although if Trump is is planning the fucking Holocaust, you never know. (laughs) Well, give him a chance, Baring. I mean, Hitler didn't kill the Jews in a day. We went. Fuck off, Matt. I'm 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 remembering that. (laughs) Good, great argument. Baring destroys Matt on his own stream. I can't I can't wait to see the the clips. Oh my gosh. Oh, um, man. well, well I, Blonde, I thought you had a case to be mad about this, though. Do you have a... I think that they're... I, lo- I love the downvotes and stuff, but I think that it's people that are not, like, fundamentally, like, really angry about this. I think that they're just like, are we going to allow this from white people and black people, or are we not going to allow it at all? And so there's yeah. a reactionary nature to white people right now to, to, to downvote and to go to this and be like, this is fucking bullshit. And I think that that's fine. Uh, the real thing that we need to do is try to treat all races equally in this regard like are we going to allow this from everybody or are we going to allow it from nobody if they make yeah. dear black people i will watch it i'll, I'll watch both of them actually <laughs> <laughs> i would too yeah. um i think it's really it, it's interesting too because you know nobody really seems to understand what what's going to happen with the show we don't know if it's going to be like a satirical show like the movie apparently was i guess the movie was that's what i'm told but i have not seen it yeah I haven't seen it either. Um, I, I, th- I thought the, I thought the movie for some reason was wasn't there a documentary called called Dear White People that was that was pretty horrible. That was MTV uh, News uh, New Year's resolutions oh, for right, white yeah, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's what you're talking about. Uh, no, no, that no, was no, another. No. There was one. There was one like about a year ago that I, I thought that that came out that I, I might be imagining. Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know. I, I watched I watched something like three documentaries in a row when I was drunk one night on Discord and it was all like crazy anti-white documentaries. And maybe one of them hmm. was called like Dear White People. Maybe. I don't know. Hmm. But with this one in specific, we don't know what the context necessarily is going to be. But there is one damning bit of evidence. Uh, one of the main oh. writers. Is it the main writer? Yes. Jack, I actually prepped Jack this. Moore. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, Go for please. it. Yeah. Describe. Uh, I'll put it up. So uh, Jack Moore, he is, let me see, uh, Netflix Dear White People. He's a TV writer. One of the writer, his one of the writers, his name is Jack Moore, uh, put out a Jack tweet Moore. on, Jack on Moore. November. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, November 8th, uh, fuck white people. He went on to this yeah. huge tirade. Oh, yeah, how, yeah. How we don't we didn't deserve Hillary because we're just so shitty, you know, just crazy <laughs> wingnut stuff. Yeah, the follow up because he, he tweeted out "fuck white people," and so you wonder. Well, uh, maybe that was satirical. Um, you know, maybe he maybe he was joking about something. We don't know the context, whatever. Okay, fuck. we are not going to allow him to have some kind of nuanced tweet with three three <laughs> words that's "fuck white people." When I don't get well, that, I was no. going to say, hold on, you. If you're <laughs> going to talk about nuanced tweets here, we got to afford it to Mister uh, Jack Moore. However, I'll I'll do with the follow up because you didn't follow up in the way he did. Um, his follow up tweet was no seriously fuck white people and it showed electoral <laughs> yeah. data it yeah, shows um yeah. that white men and white women voted for trump 51 percent for women 60 percent for men and then um 
racial minorities all voted for Hillary. So no, seriously, fuck white people is his follow up. Uh, so you might be off the hook there, Bond. <laughs> What's the deal with the that poster with the white hand reaching out to touch the afro? I haven't seen that. Oh, that's that's in the that's like in curling the, the afro around her fingers, that's, like in in the in the in the Skype chat, uh, the 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 poster for the movie, dear white. Man. Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. I can't look at it without messing the stuff up. Does anyone up, actually but... fucking do that? When, when's the last time you saw yeah. a white person say to a black person, can I touch your hair? I can't imagine that happening. That used to happen to me all the time with dreadlocks, but people wouldn't ask. <laughs> They'd just come up and start touching it. Black. That's weird. <laughs> How do you know? She she might be racial dolls all, <laughs> transracial. You got to ask these things. What's your preferred pronoun and what is your race? <laughs> now, oddly, oddly enough, it was mostly... Um, African people that would touch my hair. Hmm. Oh, my really? <laughs> really? How long have you guys? Like, oh, if it's I'm not black, I'm allowed to touch dreadlocks. If it's not too <laughs> personal, how long have you guys had dreads? Uh, on and off over a decade. So like, oh, I just brushed basically. mine out. I just yeah. brushed oh, yeah. mine out. Wow, you can do that. Yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. It took yeah. me five months, but I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I still got I still got mine. Mine are probably seven years old, something like that. Holy yeah. cow. So once you actually cut it all off, it's going to feel super weird. It does. <laughs> I'm never, if you I'm ever, never, you if you ever cut it off, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <clears throat> I'm good. Wait, I'll, I'll have dreads for a while. And then I'm like, I kind of miss being girly and brushing my hair. Yeah. So I'll like take it out. And then about nine, 10 months later, I'm like, all right, I miss dreads again. So we'll see. How Until you get busted last. in Eugene for cultural appropriation. You guys might be murdered. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. My yeah, yeah I can go back to the bars now. Yes. <laughs> Last time I went to a bar in downtown Eugene, uh, some SJWs decided that they were going to rip the dreads out of my hair, oh, and right. <laughs> that was not fun. <laughs> right, right. Did you oh smack God. them, smack down on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I threw some punches. Bitch. I threw some punches, <laughs> but luckily the um, the security dude knew me and just like kicked him out. I want to go to a and bar with sugar tits. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Uh, have like you ever been drinks. in a bar fight? Sugar tits, you sound like you might be in a bar fight. No? Yeah? <laughs> All right. She's like, what? Tits I can't hear you. What was that? Oh, she oh, might be cutting out. Off. No. Have you ever been out? in a girl fight generally? Yeah, you're kind of dropping a little bit. Um. No, 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 not really. I did once push this bitch in a in a nightclub but she <laughs> <close> um, enough. <laughs> she she just she she did basically the same thing to me she we were on the dance floor and she just you know plowed right through me pushed right through me and uh, then i may have had a few drinks and i turned around and saw the and back then, and there may, may have been just, a long flight of stairs behind her but are great. <laughs> no, no, no. i just pushed her in the back and called her a bitch and told her to watch where she was going those sunglasses, man. Where can I, did you get those online, or where can I get a pair of those? Yeah, I got the the, I got these on uh, on Amazon. I need yeah. to check that out. Mm-hmm. Those are great. You're missing out if you're listening oh, to the show. Jeff has like the official meme sunglasses. Yeah, Sorry, the deal ahead. with it. The deal with the yeah. glasses. <laughs> Bearing, do you remember that butch lesbian who started going off on you at the city? And I tried to start shit with her. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She and you were like, keep walking, keep walking. She's massive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know you're fucking you're a bit savage that night. 
So. Oh, wow. So you were intimidated. I thought you were a, a guy of pretty large stature, Barry. <laughs> yeah, but it's a fucking lesbian trying to fight me. Right. Okay. I'm not going to smack the shit out of a lesbian. All right. All right. So sugar tits okay. are, sugar tits is manning up going, oh, fucking savior. And, and I'll just... No, I don't want any part of this because she'll get the shit beaten out of her. Because these <laughs> she was pretty hefty. I, I, I'm going to be reluctantly standing there going, all right, well, I'm going to have to kick the fuck out of this fat butch bitch now. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> it's just okay. not a situation okay. I want to be in. I just, I'd rather walk away. <laughs> you understand? No, well, that's probably the smart choice, legally speaking, too. It's a smart PR move. It's a smart yeah. choice legally. It's a good career move. It's all of the above. I can't, I can't fault you for that. I'm just saying I would like to watch or listen to the story of the events described. <laughs> um, since, uh, since this has gone off the rails, let's bring someone else in who is even more off the rails so we can look good by juxtaposition. Our guy, <laughs> Keith Olbermann, Blonde and I have He's a bit back. here. Keith, Keith Olbermann has been on the GQ YouTube channel. You might remember him from MSNBC, from ESPN. Used to be a semi-sane person, and truthfully, I still like his voice and I like his presentation. But this dude, people call him the left-wing Alex Jones. I, I don't even think that, I think that's unfair to Alex Jones. This guy yeah. is completely insane. And, um... Every, it's, like I said, I always think each week is crazier than the last. Each Keith Olbermann video is more insane than the last. And this week's was, um, was no exception. So let's hear what Keith has to say. Hey, 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 hey. Is it true that Alex Jones is 43? He might be. Yes. That sounds yes. true. Does that surprise you? Do you think he's older or younger? He, had, he looks so unhealthy and so fat and so just... Do you know why? Do you know why Alex Jones is is, is actually doing pretty good for forty three? It's all because he takes that super male vitality. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> we love you, Alex. Come on our show. <laughs> Every everyone, please come on our show. All right, uh, let's see what Keith has to say. And now, with a message from the intern desk of the Propaganda Ministry, here's Keith Olbermann. Scum! Russian scum! The wall still comes up now and again, but what was that other thing? Oh yeah, the mass deportation. How exactly would that work? How exactly would you take 11 million people and make them, you know, leave? Now, no matter what numbers and dates are actually realistic, because there's another scenario in which Trump's ethnic cleansing, I'm sorry, I meant to say humane <laughs> deportation, in which the humane deportation could be concluded by 2027. There's still one giant humane problem looming in the background. You're going to have to take these people and remove them from society. Is Donald Trump thinking of humanely keeping them in his hotels? No. There would have to be humane deportation centers of some kind. These would, in fact, be camps of some kind, and the uh, living arrangements would necessarily be cramped, crowded, congested, confined. What is the word I'm looking for? Concentrated. Camps with concentration. Some of them big enough to fit the same number of people who live in Atlanta or Kansas City or Cleveland or New Orleans. Still, you'd better make the camps with concentration just a little bigger because, well, sorry, it'd be necessary right. just to make the process go more smoothly and more humanely, make it illegal, you know, to help or hide anybody accused of being an undocumented American. Anybody guilty of one of these uh. crimes would have to go into the camps too. <laughs> you know, the camps uh. with concentration. But don't worry, sake. Trump intends to do it humanely. These I should have saved. Camps with concentration. Oh. <laughs> What could possibly go wrong in them? 
I, I should have said the most <laughs> forced thing I have ever fucking heard in my entire oh, life. So asinine. If you um if you want the true experience, you got to go watch it on GQ's channel, and you got to survey the comments. I didn't save them, but I should have saved one for Blonde because, uh, as I was saying on Twitter, I don't call people cucks generally. I think it's overused and kind of meaningless, but I saw a comment with a hundred upvotes that said, it's time that we Americans realize we are the problem with America. (laughs) God, I don't use that word, but that word applies to that comment very clearly. Sometimes it applies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, This is just hysteria. He seems, he seems like a hysterical loon. He really does. Does he really (laughs) believe this? You think he must. He skipped a lot of links. In a line of reasoning. Sorry, go ahead. I, I, no, I, I think he, I think he absolutely wholesale believes this. I mean, Keith Olbermann's been falling deeper, deeper into this like dimension hole for a fucking while now. I mean, the dude, the dude was kind of looked like Keith when you said that. Actually, you had you channeled <laughs> Keith to say dimension hole. That's great. That, that pause game, though, Matt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Good delivery. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. but, I mean, you know, he was he was a legendary sportscaster. He was he was great yeah. at what he did. You know, on ESPN, was he, really? he was yeah, he was a sportscaster. He was great. He was fantastic. But this dude, oh my god, I don't even know what happened. Did he have like a, a like a severe head wound or something? Like, what happened to Keith? Well, did you catch the part too where he says, you know, there's a lot of people that you're going to have to deport, but you're going to have to make the camps bigger too because there's going to be a lot of people. Well, first off, when you make it illegal to harbor these people, well, it already is illegal to harbor these people, and they don't you don't get sent to <laughs> yeah, Aus- yeah, you don't get sent point. to Auschwitz for doing that. Right, you right. Go to jail or whatever the appropriate penalty is. Yeah. Which, so I don't know which, what he's talking about. President, which yeah, president was? <laughs> which president was in office when Elian Gonzalez thing happened? Does anybody remember that? That was under Clinton, correct? Yes, that was under Clinton. I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> I know you're speaking rhetorically, but hey, I know. No, <laughs> I was. was yeah. Oh my god! Oh god! It was like national news uh, during the Clinton administration. It was this huge, huge thing. There's a little boy named Elian Gonzalez. Was he? Was he Cuban? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think it was Cuban. Yeah, he was an illegal yeah. immigrant. This little boy he was being hidden. He was sheltered by by people uh, because they didn't want him to have to go back to to Cuba. And uh, it was family. Like, I think it was aunts and uncles. Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I think I think it was his, his legal aunts and uncles, uh, and they were they were sheltering him. And there's this amazing viral photograph. It was huge. It blew up all over the goddamn place. Of this, uh, I think it was like an ICE agent or somebody in full tactical gear, holding an automatic weapon towards this person who's hiding in a closet, holding this little boy. Oh, and like, uh. yeah. And you know this this happened under like you know. The 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 liberal god emperor Bill fucking Clinton, you know. Yeah. But uh, I mean, where was your outrage then, Keith? Or were you busy calling stats on football? Yeah, and the the context <laughs> of his whole of his whole spiel is eleven million people is a hell of a lot of people to deal with, and I I understand that too. That is a lot of people to deal with. There are logistics to con- that are, we should think about thoughtfully uh, if we're going to try to do that. But he, the whole context of his video is it's basically impossible to do that. And concentration camps are the way you're going to have to do it if you want to. 11 million people is a lot. Keep in mind, Obama deported two and a half million between 09 and 2015. That's a lot too. Right. I mean, we're talking about a quarter of that number without the concentration camps. And also there was little to no <laughs> outrage about that. So I, it's a lofty goal. And certainly you're not going to get the people who are here illegally out easily. 
But um, but he makes it sound like some astronomical effort. Yeah, eleven million is the. It's the lowest estimate. Yeah. So. And Coulter estimates it's thirty million. We'll never question Ann Coulter. Are you going to get wrecked? I don't know. She's got a lot of data in her book. She's. Oh, I've, yeah, I'm not saying the she's research, lying. But I'm I, just I saying, imagine I, it's not. It's somewhere in between those two. We're probably looking at fifteen to twenty million. I just don't want to be on the opposition end of Ann Coulter because I might die of glare. <laughs> oh, you know, I might. Yeah, yeah. she'll kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's anyway. ferocious. Uh, hmm. Ann um, Coulter is a is a is a Death Eater. <laughs> no, not, no, no, not Death Eater. Not Death Eater. What's the, what's the name of the Harry Potter, uh, the Harry Potter like prisoner or uh, the wardens of Azkaban prison? The Death Eaters, yeah. yeah. It wasn't the Death Eaters. No, the the Dementors. Dementors. Oh, oh, yeah. That's what it is. Were Death Coulter, Eaters something though? Uh, Death Eaters were like the the evil wizards, but the Dementors are the ones who can like look at you and suck your yeah. soul out. Uh, and Coulter has the Dementors stare. She really does. <laughs> yeah. She's scary. If I met her in person, I think I'd be chilled to the bone. Yeah. She is your mentor. What are you talking about? You I love are her, Ann, but she Yeah, you're me. Ann Coulter Jr. You're you're on your way. I don't think I think I still have more empathy than she does, but maybe she did when she was 29 and yeah. she's hardened herself over the right. years. It, yeah, it'll all it's change if you become a mom and then you'll be forced into <laughs> into the empathy. You know, yeah, the empathy crap. But, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see if that happens. <laughs> hey, it ain't crap. Oh no! I'm I, well. I'm saying relative to blonde. I, look, blonde tries to convince me to be a parent every day. Yeah, you need know. to reproduce, gang. Someday. The sexual, the sexual tension in this fucking room you could cut it off. Blonde it's and I are strictly fun. business. We are. Yeah. He reminds me like once a week. Yeah. Strictly business. Don't have any thoughts. I know you're thinking it. Okay. False. False. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. Oh man, I wish I had that clip. I need to get that in the system for times like this. Okay. Um, There's not a lot to talk about on this issue, but one of my favorite clips of the week this week was the black, one of the black lives matter Toronto founders calling, they were, they were out in uh, Quebec city where the shooting happened allegedly by this, the details are still unconfirmed as far as I'm aware, but allegedly this like white nationalist right wing guy shoots up the mosque in Quebec city. Was it a week or two ago? Right. Do you, you have a point on that, Jeff? Oh, no, no, oh, sorry. No, I thought no, I thought no, no, maybe I, I don't know that much about it. So if I misspeak, feel free to interject. But what I do know is these um, Black Lives uh, Black Lives Matter and others were in Quebec City. I don't know if protest is the right word, but demonstrating in opposition or in reaction to this shooting. And one of the founders of Black Lives Matter Toronto, who you may remember from last summer, these people who stopped the pride parade in Toronto and hijacked oh, that and said, check. no, it's no cops are going to be allowed to march in the pride parade. And they, they did that in Toronto. Now they're doing this in Quebec city. Um, and I don't know, to be fair, I don't know if she was this specific one was involved in Toronto. So I'm, that might be a misspeak, but um what I'm saying is there's this uh, Black Lives Matter goes crazy in 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 Canada, uh, and it seems that they are not held to account. And they they did this demonstrating in Quebec City in which a, a hilarious accusation was made against Justin Trudeau, of all people. Justin Trudeau, that great enemy of justice, that great. Uh, oh, gosh, let's let's just see. When this shooting happened, there was a hashtag. Uh, now I can't get the video to pop up. There we go. That went viral on social media, saying that we need to pray for Quebec City. Quebec City is a white supremacist settler colony. When Justin Trudeau responded to the Muslim ban that this coward, this white supremacist coward, Donald Trump, put forward. 
What did, what did Justin Trudeau say? <laughs> he said he wanted to accept everyone who's not allowed into the U.S. border to Canada. Don't cheer. Do not cheer. <laughs> Don't cheer. Don't cheer. We know what exactly <laughs> what? that is. Hold on, hold on. It gets better. We know what that is. We know what that manipulation is. It is what this country is founded on. Erasure and silencing of the real history of this land. The genocide of indigenous people in which the state is founded on. The enslavement and genocide of black people in which the state is founded on. The indentured slavery of racialized people in which the state is founded on. When Justin Trudeau says that, he is a liar. He is a hypocrite. He is a white supremacist terrorist. That is what he is. Do not be fooled with this liberal bullshit. Do not Do believe not. this liberal bullshit. Don't believe Justin Trudeau. Okay. <gasps> oh my God. Ju now, Justin Trudeau, Justin Trudeau was quick to respond to this, okay? Justin Trudeau was right on top of it. Canadians deserve to have their concerns expressed fully and fairly. I apologize to my colleagues for failing to live up to a higher standard of behavior. Members, what? rightfully. Oh, expect better behavior from anyone in this house. I expect better behavior of myself. <laughs> okay, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, Justin, Tr Justin Trudeau didn't say that. That was um, in response to something else. <laughs> but you believed it. I got you at least. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I trust your integrity. Shame on me, Skag. Shame I should have let it play out. I should have let you guys go off for a while. I was this. like, this is really choppy editing, Skag. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah. I, I I had to crop it too because actually you want to know what that context was. He apologized for bumping into another member of is it Parliament in Canada? Yeah, you know you know the story, ma'am. You want to tell yeah. the story? Remember well. I don't oh, remember the whole uh, story, but I I just remember uh, watching the fucking clip of like some people were uh, I don't know talking on one end of Parliament and like the dude backed up and accidentally like. Elbowed a chick? Yeah, he bumped her. I mean, he bumped her and in the, passing. And, the, and Justin was like, I'm going to save the day. And like, made a big fuss about a small to do. She's right. like, You elbowed me. Oh my God. Right. And then, and he like, yeah. This big grandiose apologized. apology for, yeah. <laughs> but I'm just saying, okay, we might be prophetic. Uh, this show is often wrong and it is often prophetic, but if we're prophetic on this, if Justin Trudeau comes out and apologize for the per apologizes for the perception that he is white supremacist, Oh, I will eat it up. Please, Justin, just do it. There's no going back from how far he's gone. Now you just got to accommodate everybody. They got rainbow crosswalks in Canada. I, know I mean, there's no like going the back. Cucked skag, but if that isn't <laughs> cucked, I, I don't know what is. That's just he's got a point. Yeah. Also, how many deaf people are there in that audience that necessitate yeah, somebody? Was, <laughs> how do you uh, sign white supremacist? Yeah, that's a great question. We should go back they and, and I should bring it up again. I felt yes. so bad watching it because she's describing a shooting and the guy's like, <laughs> like he's got <laughs> And it's like, oh, this is, I shouldn't laugh at this because that definitely happened to real people. But is that, is that sign language for shooting? Is that legit? I mean, you want to see it? I could find it again. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, it's at the it's at the very start. Let's check it out. He does <laughs> it. I know he does it. When the shooting happened, there was a hashtag that went. There he goes. See, <laughs> <laughs> it's quick. It's quick. 
It's very quick, but I couldn't help but laugh when I saw it. <laughs> oh, shit. There are probably no deaf people, and that was just a big virtue signal. We it accommodate everybody here. It probably. You're yeah. probably right. No, they they do that with any any of these uh, ultra left wing fucking parades and marches and stuff. They always they're, have they're to have to, like an ASL fucking interpreter with everything. Every they'd have, they'd have to balance out the sign language dude with the fucking trigger warning. You'd, you'd have to have for the sign language dude doing the machine gun fucking action. It's just a clusterfuck, isn't it? I wonder <laughs> how many how many deaf people go to these events and are you know sitting there waiting, watching the interpreter, and then just sign back like, "Oh, this is fucking bullshit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I I just agree with everything you are saying. I, I, I do also have to wonder, like, before they get started, do they do they actually like hold the trigger warning sign over this the interpreter's oh hands? Like, <laughs> these hands will be saying some triggering shit, guys. Yeah. Just saying. Like, yeah. Oh, come on. Oh my gosh. Uh, well, I'm being deaf if I walked into that. <laughs> well, that's I had to turn the volume down on the clip by like half because it's just it was so loud. This lady on the megaphone. Oh. But, uh, you know, anytime someone's going to call Justin Trudeau a white supremacist, I mean, if we know the term has lost all value and all meaning, that today's the day. Today's the day if mm-hmm. that, uh, if the, the, today's the day the term died. It was racist, then it was white supremacist slash white nationalist. What's, I don't know what's next, um, but a new term will, will rise up to fill the meaning void. Literally, literally Hitler. Well, Jim yeah. Jeffries, yeah, Jim Jeffries <laughs> as a point person on that. They must know that this makes it difficult to identify actual racists, right? This, this is all very counterproductive for them. The yeah, listen, listen to Blonde. That would require them to have any kind of self-awareness. And yeah. no, no. Yeah. That doesn't exist. That's true. Mm-mm. Well, we're running out of time. Um, and I, I told you guys an hour, and that's, I tend to hold myself as close to that as possible. <laughs> Um, but if you guys are comfortable with a little bit of extra time, I do want to get Jeff's take on this Doppel stuff because I know Jeff knows way more about this than I do. And sure. the Doppel protest I kind of saw from afar. I know you did a, um, a really good breakdown on the issue just generally that I watched to get a, a fair and balanced uh, take on, on what's, what exactly is going on there. Mm. And the big story now is that, of course, it's cold as hell and deep snow in North Dakota because that's what it is in the winter. And there's just tons and tons of garbage left from the, I guess this protest community was at its height, 10,000 people. And yeah. oh, wow. now it's dropped down to hardly anybody or it's it, or significantly less. And, um, and there's garbage everywhere. So these people who went there to protest a perceived or potential environmental issue, in addition to, you know, native rights and all that stuff, um, have potentially created, not potentially, they have created an environmental hazard. It's it's, but the question is, is it their fault? I've, and that's that's what I kind of want to hash out is, did they get kicked out and it's not their fault? Or did they just go there to virtue signal and leave their garbage everywhere and then bail? So there's just brief news coverage on it. So we can get some, did I say news coverage? I meant news coverage. News coverage. Um, it's both. <laughs> right. So yeah, it might be news coverage. It might encourage you to, uh, whatever. That's a no. stupid joke. <laughs> no, I meant, I meant, I meant it's both. They got kicked out and virtue signaling. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh no. I thought, I thought you meant, but, but news coverage is, is perfect for, uh, for today's media information. I would say news coverage. That's our show. I think blonde news coverage. Okay. Anyway, let's see what's going on in North Dakota. 
sanitation crews are working hard to dispose of six months' worth of garbage from a community the size of Wapaton or Valley City. The mountains of debris need to be moved before the spring thaw. All the garbage that was left behind is now frozen into massive chunks of junk. In a month, all this trash could become toxic. Standing Rock Env uh, Environmental Protection Agency and the Code of Sanitation are uh, working together to try and avert uh, an environmental, what could be an environmental tragedy. Cleaning up this mess is being made more difficult because of logistics. Because the bridge is closed, they have to take the long way around, so you know it's adding time, haul time. 23 loads have been dumped at the Bismarck landfill since the cleanup started. And this cleanup effort started about a week ago. So I'm curious, whose fault is it? Are these people, do they literally leave just tents and garbage there? Or do they get kicked out? What happened here? So one of the one of the things that's really, really tough about trying to decompile the whole thing about the 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 DAPL protests is that um, the the people who are reporting on this by and large are going to be largely if you're like on a place like Facebook, these are going to be people who are protesters and they're going to reporting be reporting from their point of view. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it is a bit sad uh, that there is not more independent media coverage of this thing. Uh, they're just there's not uh, mainstream media pretty much just like brushes over gets like the they, they skim the top of of the information and they report on that. Um, what you have to do and what's so complicated about this and the problem that I had when I made a video about it was you have to then decompile all the raw data you have and try and understand what it means. Um, there's a there's a figure at the center of all of this and his name is uh, David Archambault. David Archambault. And I, if I'm not mistaken, he's the chairman of the, the, the tribe of Standing Rock. And back in September... He was warning people that it's fine. You know, we're having this protest. We don't want the pipeline, obviously, because this is a part of their issue. But I am worried because the eagles that used to nest on this land are gone. Hmm. Uh, all of the different types of, 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 you know, animals that used to roam these types of plains, they're all fucking gone. Instead, we have all of these effectively. He didn't say this, but I'll, I'll say it. Hippies. We have... <laughs> Fucking hippies, hippies. And, and you see these pictures of these massive fucking pits where they're dumping their food, they're dumping their shit. There, there are people camping out. And he's and he's been saying since September that these protesters are here and we appreciate their hearts. But when they leave, we don't just have to clean up their shit. We also then have to clean up. Uh, our relationship with law enforcement because the people who are law enforcement in this area live here too. Right. Mm. And that's the big problem. Now, whether it's the fault of the protesters or not, because there was a mass, like, th there was a mass evacuation, but in general, the mass, like, leaving of the camp happened voluntarily once the court order came down to, to, to tell them that the pipeline wasn't going to happen. And most ah. of the people left. Okay. So, so it probably is a combination it, of, of to some a, degree. It's it's a combination of both. It absolutely is. Yeah. So, but then there's there's also the other side of it too, where they um they're so fucking sick of the protesters, they're just like 
we we're done with you. We just want yeah. to fucking clean up the mess and be done nope. with this whole fucking thing. And there are people that are still there that are like, no, fuck you, Mr. Indian man. I'm here <laughs> to protect your water. Right. I'm here yeah. to protect your water. Yeah. Get the fuck out. You are my puppet Shut for virtue signaling. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, you stupid Native American. I'm here to fucking save you. <laughs> you know, some, and I hate to say it, but like some white boy with fucking dreadlocks being like, come on, man. I'm just trying to do the best for you. <laughs> and that, and that, there's a lot of them. They're, they're all yeah. over the fucking place. Yeah. You know. So it, it's it's a complicated issue, but you can if you look yeah. if you if you look really deeply, you will find plenty of news articles of native people who live in the area all saying the exact same thing. We're mm. sick of it. Just build the fucking thing. We're done. Well, I, I just I want to know how confident I can be in just laughing at hippies who go there to stop environmental injustice, who create significantly yeah. more environmental injustice oh. than they, oh, oh, right. they thought they were stopping. You yeah. can be assured. You okay. can be assured. All right. Anybody cool. who has ever had to clean up a grateful fucking dead show, this guy or a rainbow gathering tell you, or a rainbow <laughs> guy. Yeah, dude, fuck hippies. Fuck, fuck you, hippies. This is coming I from can't Eugene, count Oregon. How many cleanup yeah. crews I've been on for rainbow gatherings, and that's like a lot of the the fucking no dapple protests. Like I had so many of my rainbow kids that were like, "We're going there," and I'm like, "Please no, just <laughs> at yeah. least bring your cleanup crew ness with you." And they're like, "Absolutely." And then I see this, and I'm like. Oh, you I, failed me. I know you, you drugged out fucking addict. You are going to shit in a fucking bald <laughs> eagle's nest. You will do that. I know you. Don't go. Yeah. yeah. People, okay. will, people will leave them the worst shit after an environmental protest. Like, oh, I don't need this tent anymore, even though it, just because it's moldy. Oh, I don't need this backpack anymore because it's moldy. Oh, this got wet and I wasn't able to dry it. I don't need this anymore. Oh, you know, like, it's fine. This is biodegradable in, like, five years. I'll just put it in a fucking hole. <laughs> well, there was a part of the clip I, I edited out, too, for time. Maybe I shouldn't have. But there was a guy talking about, because they're not only cleaning it up, but they're searching the debris for, one, illegal materials, um, but two, bodies. Why bother, though? Bodies. Ooh, yikes. They're like, well, oh, there might be dead people God. here in tarps, in in tents, wrapped up in things. <sighs> I mean, people might have died there, and it's not uh, it's not documented, you know? right? <laughs> yeah, and it, it is it is entirely possible. Yeah, it is entirely possible. Like yeah. that kind of shit, it does happen. It does happen when you when you have a a high concentration of like the what would you call it, Mems? Like maybe the transient population of America. Uh transient dirty kid nomad yeah, you know <laughs> no they'll congregate Train in one hoppers. big fucking area you know yeah like uh oh, over there that's uh that's uh that's uh rusty rail spike uh he fucking od'd we're just gonna wrap him in a tarp and leave him behind him. <laughs> hey we we Natural. have we have more morals than that jeff <laughs> we do you and i do <laughs> I'm saying the majority of dirty kids, you're making us sound fucking shitty and I'm not going to let you talk <laughs> shit about my dirty kids. I know they might be shitty sometimes, but like but we ain't going to leave no fucking train hopping kid wrapped up in a fucking tarp in a pile of fucking garbage. That I motherfucker gonna is going to the woods. We are burning him and getting fucking <laughs> hammered over it. All right. All right. I tell you what, I tell you what. All right. I, I tell you what, if they find a kid wrapped in a tarp and he's dead, he's probably a juggalo. Oh, well, that's fair just enough. fair. I mean, that's, yeah, everyone agrees that's a, that's a benefit to society. <laughs> that's just a waste of dead kids. Isn't it? 
Okay. Don't let that go to spoil. Well, we started off with a controversial statement today, and the good news is we have drowned it out with dozens of other highly controversial statements. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Take that. But that that's all I got. Um, unless you guys have more items you'd like to discuss, I'm comfortable with closing her out there. Yeah, it's 4, 10 a.m. here. <laughs> right, yeah. Happy, happy, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Oh, you that reminds too. me. Before we do close it out, so the formal dress, I believe, was was Memory's idea, which was awesome. And we didn't plan this, but Jeff, you, you did say you wanted to see me stand up before the end of the show. Oh, and we, you yeah, did we that, but this? look at this. Look at this. We're doing yeah. double stand up. Double. Oh. <laughs> well, that's too much. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, little little bit little bit of tummy and a and a whole lot of pajamas. Yeah. We got Super this going baggy. on. We um, got a hole yeah. in the crotch there. Oh, oh my. Which no, which no, one? No, I'm just kidding. No, mine are new. Mine are new. <laughs> mine are new. But the point is the point is we agreed to do this formal dress and tits. and Jeff and I without talking at all both had the genius idea of like, well, screw the pants, dude. I'm wearing pajama pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Duh. <laughs> Pocket square and pajama it's pants. Formal. How many people have done it's that? We're YouTubers. I mean, who wears yeah. pants? Speak for yeah. yourself. I wear jeans. All business up top and bedroom. <laughs> yep. I, I actually, in my latest video, I am not wearing any pants. But, you know, <laughs> like, I, I'm serious. I'm serious. From like the from the navel down, I'm completely buck ass fucking naked, but nobody ever sees it. So, you know, good for you. Yeah. All right. That's you the get way it sweat. I thought you ever get bowl sweat only. On, on the chair. on the seat, if you have a good leather seat, it cleans easily. Right. Mine's mine's cloth. Mine's cloth, so it just mine's cloth like, too. Yeah. I know. I it's it's not Soaks good. it. Nope. Okay. That's what Febreze is for. <laughs> for your oh. face. <laughs> Barry just dropped out. He's like too weird for uh, me, man. Did he? Oh. Do we lose Barry? I just I guess we probably got better get out of here. All right. Anyway. Why did we lose Bering? He's the one that's buck ass naked right now. Yeah. 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 Maybe he got the offended and that's why over there. <laughs> Speaking of bull sweat. Oh, yeah, he dipped out, so that messes up my screen anyway. So it's a good time to get out of here. Right. Um anyway, those are our guests. That's uh Jeff and Memory Holiday, Bering and Sugar Tits, returning guests to the show. If you suck at the internet and you don't know who they are, you should by now, at least via us, but all their links are in the description for you. Uh, so thank you guys for a great show. Appreciate it. It was awesome. And uh, thanks to our live viewers and our live chatters as well who keep us on a shit posting away while we try to maintain sincerity. Um, if you're listening on YouTube or in an audio platform on demand, thank you kindly as well for supporting the show. Remember, there's more material, including the call-in show um, and, uh, and the rest of the other stuff we do. You can find that on iTunes, Google Play, all linked conveniently in the description for you. You can email us as well. It's Beauty and the Beta at gmail.com we'll be back next sunday because if it's sunday sorry chuck todd it's not meet the press it's beauty in the beta we'll see you then until then enjoy sugar tits's lovely voice that takes us out each and every week thank you tits (laughs) you're welcome bye guys (laughs) (laughs) i didn't bring my lighter